Praise God and uh, good evening. My name is Joseph Gishuru and I want to welcome you to our Bible study uh, this evening. Uh, let's pray as uh, we begin. Mighty and everlasting Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks, we give you praise, and we give you glory for what you've done in our lives and you continue to do. We want to thank you even for this opportunity that you've given us to share from your word. Our prayer is that you read us, you guide us by your Holy Spirit, that Lord God Almighty, we will walk even in accordance to your word, O God. The Lord, you be glorified and magnified in our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believed. Amen. So uh, we've been looking at the book of uh, Ephesians. Uh, we uh, looked at uh, the last part of chapter 4 last week and uh, also uh, part of chapter 5. And uh, as I had uh, told you earlier on, uh, this second uh, part of uh, Ephesians, that is from uh, chapter 4 all the way, uh, to chapter 6 it's about uh, the work of our Christians uh, what we are supposed to do how we live how we talk how we carry ourselves is about our observable lives and uh, we are doing this uh, knowing what God has done for us in chapter 1 to 3 <clears throat> and that's why Paul in uh, chapter 4 verse 1 starts with therefore because of what God has done for us and he has made us to be, then we should walk worth of the calling um, with which we have been called. That uh, we should uh, uh, live a life that ex exhibits God's uh, godly character, a life of integrity, mature behavior, a life that expresses gratitude to God even for his salvation. So uh, we looked, uh, we spent quite some time looking at the old man and the new man. Uh, and uh, we see the things that are in the old man and uh, which we should not continue to do. And the things that are in the new man. And uh, this was uh, uh, most of chapter 4 and uh, part of uh, the chapter 5 where we read. And then a very key verse uh, uh, was uh, chapter 4, verse 30, uh, where when we walk in the flesh, uh, when we are born again, we grieve the Spirit of God. And uh, Paul was telling us, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are sealed for the day of re redemption. So coming to chapter uh, 5, uh, verse 1 talks about us being imitators of God. God is our Father. And uh, in the same way, uh, children imitate their Father. We should imitate God. We should copy Him. We should follow His example. Uh, so if we want to know uh, how to behave in a situation, we need to ask ourselves, what would God do in such a situation? And in verse 2, he was talking about uh, walking continually in love. Uh, just as Christ also loved us and gave himself up for us. Uh, and uh, 
we need to know that God is love. First John 3, 7 talks about, Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God uh, through personal experience. We are also being told, told uh, uh, to walk in the right or walk as children of the right because uh, God is right. So we now go to verse uh, uh, 15 of chapter 5 and we'll read uh, to verse 21. And uh, if the time will allow, we'll continue even to the very end of uh, uh, chapter 5. Ephesians 5, verse 15. <clears throat> Therefore, see that you walk carefully, not as the unwise, but as wise, making the very most of your time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, uh, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, Offering praises by singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Being subject to one another out of reference for Christ. So, <clears throat> again he starts with the word therefore. And uh, whenever you see that, it is because. And he actually puts it because the days are evil. And uh, uh, in this world that we are living in, there's a lot of evil. Evil is all over. You open your terror, uh, you listen to the news, uh, you watch uh, uh, programs, uh, you go to public places, uh, political places. There's a lot of evil. And that's why we are told to walk carefully because the days are evil. And a good picture would be if you are walking in a place with thorns or nails. You know, you will be very careful where you step. Because you know if you make a mistake, something is going to prick you. And in the same way, there is a lot of evil around us. Uh, the devil is seeking for who to devour. And so we need to walk uh, uh, very carefully. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the book of Colossians 4-5 talks about even our interaction with non-believers. Uh, Colossians 4-5, conduct yourself with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders or non-believers. Make the most of each opportunity, treating it as something precious or precious. So, uh, the verse 16 also tells us of uh, Ephesians uh, 5, making the very most of your time. So, we have to maximize the time because uh, once it goes, it is gone. 
we have to know that we are living in the last days and the and certain satan also knows this and he's working extremely hard to get us and so we have to tread carefully and uh, we have to do what god has called us to do uh, because uh, there's not much time remaining and uh, we may find that uh, uh, we have uh, not done what god called us to do uh, because we have just been wasting our time and we've been told to learn from uh, uh, the ant which is a small insect uh, proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 go verse 6 to uh, 8 go to the ant O lazy one, observe her ways and be wise, uh, which having no sheep overseer or ruler, she prepares her food in the summer and brings in her provision of food for the winter in the harvest. So this animal or, or this uh, insect, eh, it's a very wise uh, insect. It knows that uh, in winter it will not be able to go out for food. So it gathers its food in summer and keeps enough uh, for the winter. And uh, so we equally need to know that uh, uh, we will not always have the opportunity. Uh, maybe you might be sitting in the train with somebody or in a bus uh, or you are in your family gathering and uh, that opportunity that you have to minister God's word, word may not be there another time. So make the most of that time. Uh, speak God's word. Walk in righteousness even before these people. Because you know that uh, uh, we don't have a lot of time. There will be time when uh, uh, we will not be able to uh, do this. And... Uh, uh, Paul was talking in First uh, Corinthians uh, 9 about uh, the Olympics. I think uh, 1 24, 9, 24. Do you not know that those who learn in uh, a race all run, but once one receive the prize? Learn in such a way uh, that uh, you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the place is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But uh, we, for an imperishable uh, crown. Therefore, I learn that, not with uncertainty. Thus, I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. We are running for a price. And uh, uh, there's also somewhere else uh, Paul had talked about uh, uh, the, the, the learners going into strict training. And uh, actually, even here when he talks about their temperate in all things, they, they will know I can't eat this food because it will prevent me from competing well. And uh, they are learning for a perishable crown. But uh, we are running for, for an imperishable crown. We are learning for 
uh, eternal life. And uh, this life we have is so short, call it even a hundred years or even a hundred and twenty years, but we are looking at eternity before us. Uh, we are looking at forever and ever. So we, you, if you imagine that time and uh, the things that you are doing are for you to get that crown of life that you will have for all that time, you can imagine the kind of uh, uh, training and the kind of caution that you would have. You would tread carefully knowing that uh, uh, this is a very important price and I need to get there. And uh, so uh, we see that uh, the Ephesians were being told about uh, redeeming time. This was about 2,000 years ago. If uh, at that time it was important to redeem time, how much more important is it uh, uh, for us? And uh, in verse 17, uh, they were being told uh, uh, not to be unwise or fools, but they should be wise and they should understand what uh, the will of God is. Uh, Paul is telling them to understand the will of God. So it means that uh, it is possible to understand God's will. So don't just sit there and say, I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know God's will. Uh, he has the answers in his word. It's not hard to get God's will. And uh, if I would just sample a, a number of verses that talks about God's will and uh, talks about that uh, uh, very directly, 1 Timothy uh, 2, verse 3 to 4. This is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Uh, this is a very important thing, that God wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the truth. So are you looking for something to do for God? Uh, go into the world and make disciples of men. It is in his will. Uh, he wants all people to be saved and to come uh, to the knowledge of the truth. Uh, that's why he was still telling us uh, uh, to go out into the world and make disciples of men. Uh, first, Thessalonians 4.3 talks about sanctification. For this is the will of God, that you be sanctified, that is separated and set apart from sin, that you abstain and back away from sexual immorality. We've already looked at these things in uh, chapter 4 and part of 5. Past. Chapter 5, we're talking about the old man. We need to be sanctified. We need to be separated. We need to be set apart from sin. Yeah, This is God's will. It starts, uh, the, the first start. For this is the will of God. It is God's will that we be sanctified. We be separated and set apart from sin. First, the Zeronian uh, 5.18 talks about giving thanks. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continuously give thanks to God 
for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You see, it is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus to give thanks in each and every situation. So uh, when you are not giving thanks in each and every situation, know that you are not in the will of God because his will is that in every situation, no matter what the circumstance, we should be thankful and continuously give thanks to God. First uh, Peter 2, 5. Uh, you believers like living stones are being built up into a spiritual house for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifice that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. God is calling us uh, to worship. Uh, we are supposed to be a spiritual house holy, dedicated uh, to the worship of God, to be offering spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God. And uh, in the book of uh, Matthew 6, uh, first 33, but first and most importantly, seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you also. So it is his will that we first seek him. It's the most important thing that we seek him and his righteousness and the rest will be added to us. So uh, we cannot say that we do not know the, uh, the, uh, the will of God. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand the will of the Lord. We will understand the will of the, the Lord as uh, we uh, read the scriptures and uh, see what God is telling us. And even in our personal life, uh, God has uh, uh, set time, there's a season for every matter under the earth, and uh, God expects us to do particular things at particular times. So like uh, when we are young, maybe all the way going to 25 years, this is a running time for us. This is when we develop ourselves. This is when we develop our, our discipline. You become a teacher, you become a lawyer, you become a judge, you become a doctor. Yeah. And uh, uh, why we need to redeem time? Uh, Satan at that time is when he brings a lot of destruction. Uh, this is the time drugs are introduced. Many people, if they don't, uh, get into drugs before they are 25. They never get into drugs. Uh, social media has come and it's taking uh, the lives of the young people uh, that uh, even in class, especially in countries where they are allowed to go with the phone, you find that uh, instead of reasoning to what is being taught, they are just looking at the phone. Uh, a premature relationships uh, uh, we, get, we, we, we have seen the issue of teen pregnancies because of this premature relationship. So this is, a, this is Saturn distracting us. You, you remember we said, redeem the time for the days are evil. Saturn does not want you to do what is right for you now. And when you don't do what is right for you now, uh, you will end up now praying cash up later on. Because maybe you'll be going to school when you are 30 because uh, you got into the family way earlier than uh, you 
expected and uh, you stop schooling. Uh, maybe you find that you have no uh, career to earn your livelihood and now you are trying to do something to get there. So let us redeem time because the days are evil. And uh, equally between 25 and 39, this is maturity season. Uh, so uh, these are times when uh, many people marry. Uh, these are the times they uh, get established, uh, uh, begin getting established in their career. And uh, some people will miss the milestone in this uh, stage. And then they actually end up with a lot of uh, disappointment and uh, also will later be praying cash up. Then 40 to 69, this is a productive season. Uh, this is where people become accomplished in their vocation and uh, they get established in the things that they do and uh, they are noticed for these things and uh, you find uh, uh, though we have young leaders between 25 and 39 most of the leaders are between 40 to 69 because they are already accomplished in the things that they do and then uh, uh, once uh, we are 70 plus, this is a legacy season. This is a time when we want to hand over what we have been doing, what we have been so accomplished to others so that they can continue doing it. We uh, pray a lot of advisory role, a lot of counseling. And so we need to redeem time, knowing that the days are evil and to do what we are required to do at the right time, even with our lives, uh, not just uh, in the spiritual matters, but even with our lives. Then uh, uh, in uh, verse 18, uh, it talks about uh, not being drunk with wine, but uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, the Greeks had a tradition of holding drinking parties where the object was to sing the praises of pagan gods while becoming drunk. And uh, with this in mind, uh, Paul instructs believers to be filled instead with the Holy Spirit and to sing meaningful praises to God. So uh, Paul is calling us to live a life of uh, led of the Spirit. Uh, we should live in the Spirit and uh, when the Spirit of God is in control, uh, these are some of the things that we see, uh, and they are covered in verse 19 all the way to 21. I've, I, I have isolated uh, four things. Verse 19, at the be beginning, uh, we are to speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So this is talking about worshiping God before his people. And uh, this should be part of the way we talk. Uh, and what we see is that when we are walking in the Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is in control, the content of uh, our talk changes. And we, we start speaking in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, things that are to uplift others. And then uh, uh, still in this verse 19, uh, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. This is talking about our private worship, that we are singing and making melody in our hearts to God, uh, that uh, we are worshiping God 
through and through, be it in the kitchen, be it in the shower, be it in your bed, we are sinking and making melody in our heart to God. Others may not hear it, but we are doing that. Worship is the greatest remedy for the heart. When you worship God, you are uplifted and you and you are connected with God and you start seeing things God's way. Then verse 20, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have already talked about giving thanks, that it is in God's will that we give thanks for each and every situation. We need to give God credit for everything. We need to be thankful. And finally, verse uh, uh, 21, uh, we're being told to submit to one another. Uh, this talks about uh, uh, humility. Uh, so it means it's not like uh, uh, I know down there we'll come to the place where women are being told to submit their husband. Uh, but uh, we are not talking about this here. We're talking about submitting to one another. And here, what it means is that we, when we are walking in the faith, we will submit one another uh, because uh, we are all members of the body. And so in a particular instance, I may be reading. In another instance, you may be reading. And so I will follow and uh, I will submit. And uh, that's why you see in the church, even the bishop will sit and listen to somebody else and minister. He's submitting to the ministry of that person for that time. So we need to submit to one another in love. And uh, this is about uh, decency and order because uh, we can't have every person leading every other thing. And we do it as a service to God. Yeah, because God wants us to do it that way. He wants there to be order, that uh, we are all humble and can submit one to another. So we may not be able to go to uh, the last part of uh, Ephesians 5, but uh, we should be able to clear that in the next lesson. Uh, so uh, consider all these things, uh, and especially... Uh, to redeem time because the days are evil. That uh, we will not uh, just walk aimlessly, but uh, we will walk with a purpose, uh, knowing that uh, uh, there are certain things that God wants us to accomplish uh, for the time that we are here, because we are only here for a short time. As I have said, uh, this may be let's say 100, maybe 120 years, but there is eternity before us. So this time is so short. And so we need to make the best use of it and do what God has called us to do. And we need to walk in the spirit. So let's go before God in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to give you thanks for your word uh, this evening. We thank you that your word is sharper than any double-edged sword. 
We are praying that, Father, this word uh, will have meaning in our lives, that, uh, Father, we will walk uh, uh, with care in this life, O oh God. We will redeem time. We'll make maximum use of the time that we have in, we have in this world, that we will use this time even for the expansion of your kingdom, that we will walk in your will, in your purpose, and in your plan, O God, that we will walk in the spirit, O King of glory, that uh, we will not glorify the things of the flesh, O God, that, Father, uh, we will worship uh, God uh, in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, that even as we uh, talk with one another, we will uh, uplift each other uh, with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and our words uh, will be words that edify the Lord, uh, even in our private time, O oh God, will spend time making melody in our hearts to you, O oh God. The Lord, we will give thanks to you in each and every situation, that we will know that you are a source and we will be thankful for everything that uh, we have, O oh God. The Father will walk in humility, O oh God, submitting to one another in love. So, Father, help us to arise and to do your will. The Lord God Almighty, even as uh, uh, we walk this uh, journey of faith, O oh God, uh, when you call us to come to you, O oh God, Father, we will get the crown of life that you have promised us, O oh God. So, Father, help us uh, not waste any time in this world, but to use it uh, uh, to bring glory and honor to your name. So we give you thanks this evening, and we give you praise, because we prayed, trusting, and believing in Jesus' name. Amen.